0: five touchdown Wisconsin the Bucks have done it after a half century
1: the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again still win it for the Packers a dagger hey you know what's funny about this show we get a week to plan it out and I was thinking you know, like, there's probably not going to be a lot that's going to happen this week. We're not going to have a lot to talk about. And the big story over the weekend was Caitlin Clark getting run over, allegedly, by a fan. And I was just planning out the hottest, most incredible take about Caitlin Clark getting run over by a fan. So I thought we were going to have time for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously that is not the number one story anymore. Uh, you know, but not bad for one to lead with, you know, just for a little uh, shit shooter. she got, she fell kind of sockery, you know that's what I'll say about that. Is there some danger when people run on the floor? Sure, you know, but she flopped. she flopped.
1: All right, thirty seconds or less, I'm gonna give you my take. Take it. her bullshit basketball coaches who told her to fall down every time there's contact. Could have got her killed and we need to get rid of flopping in the nba because of it she could have got run over yeah. storming the court there could have been 500 people coming down that court and she chose with a bump that i've been bumped harder by old ladies at the grocery store <laughs> when you get bumped that softly that's a learn skill basketball coaches should be fine let's start the show cheers cheers and we're back like the bucks firing another coach <laughs> It's Thirst in 10. You know what I've realized? What's that? The High Life can is the best sounding can to open. Okay. It has a different sound to it, and I don't know why. Hmm. Like, I could, I've been at, like, baseball games, and, like, the person behind me will open a beer, and, like, I'll just know that was a High Life. (laughs) Yep. yep, High Life, man, over there. I can can hear it. (laughs) There it goes. My guy. (laughs) You're well trained. You're well trained. Alright, uh, let's jump into the actual show. Because a lot happened over the past week, starting, unfortunately...
0: Caitlin Clark got bumped,
1: dude. Unfortunately, <laughs> starting with the Packers losing to the 49ers. Now, going into this game, it did feel like there was, you know, they were, to some extent, playing with house money... They It couldn't hurt us. We had no expectations. But then, Royal Bannon sound effect. That's what kills me. I had him. I had him. They had him. They had him. They had the game. And they blew it. So are you hurt that they lost that game? You blew it, John. Never interrupt a man in the middle of a duel.
0: Honestly, I'm a little hurt that, uh, that I won't be able to find that Royal Bannon sound effect most likely. Like, that scene just does not... Exist very easily on YouTube. I, I've looked at it before. Honestly, in the end, it's gonna sound weird. I, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? Otherwise, we wouldn't be here doing the show like this. No, I'm I'm not that mad. I'm not that mad because I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, I'm not mad. I'm a little scared, but I'm not mad because, like we said, this year playoffs was in the beginning. Going to be a bonus, I think. And especially by the midpoint of the year, didn't really seem like it was going to happen. So getting there and then beating the Cowboys, to me, was already good enough. You had something to build upon. Really giving San Fran all they could take, to me, really was it gets you excited for the future.
1: Well, we both predicted the game wrong, so let's do a shot.
0: So close.
1: Cheers. Cheers. A sad cheers.
0: But we wouldn't be doing a shot if they won.
1: I guarantee you we would have found something. You would have shot clocked me for starting the show with Caitlyn and Clark, for sure. But We would know? not
0: have started the show with Kate and Clark if they won. Like, <laughs> I, I, let me tell you that. We would have found something.
1: You want to know what this loss reminded me of? What's that? The 2018 Milwaukee
0: Brewers. Hey, that's when I said I was scared. That's why.
1: The 2018 Milwaukee Brewers were a team who competed probably a year too early, but were playing their best ball At the right time so that seems like exactly how the Packers were playing like you know the Packers were not an elite football team this year but they got hot at the right time and with the Brewers they ran into a team who was a little bit older a little bit more experienced and a little bit more talented than the Dodgers I think you could probably say every single one of those things about the San Francisco 49ers this year I mean, San Francisco has playmakers everywhere, but, you know, that was always going to be the game. You were, you were playing the better football, they were the more talented team, and at the end of the day, they won. What really hurt me is when Nixon returned that kick all the way to like the 20-yard line or something, and then he fumbled, and the ball bounced right to Eric Wilson. And you're like, that's the luckiest bounce. There were six 49ers around, and it bounced right to a Green Bay Packer. It's our day. That's when I started to believe, and that was probably, you know, eight minutes left in the game, something like that. And And you're starting to think, like, holy shit, this could be our day. This is it. We finally got one, and I started to believe. And that's probably what killed us, is for one second I started to believe.
0: Yeah, it probably was. So Mm. I'm going to blame you and your belief. And so in the end, even more than I'm not disappointed, you just cursed us. (laughs) Like I said, I'm scared because the last time I felt like, oh, that playoff loss is okay, it's just the beginning of something special. It was the best moment we had, and it kind of went downhill for the Brewers. So that's why I'm scared. The reason that I'm, I'm more hopeful than scared is I'm like, it was Jordan Law's first year, and it was a rookie year for a lot of guys. You know, Musgrave, and Kraft, and Van Ness, and it was, you know, second year for a lot of guys, the receivers especially. Watson and Dabs. Yep. It feels like we're a little earlier, like, in, in the trajectory than the Brewers kind of were. I feel like we have a stronger, younger nucleus. I don't see the same thing
1: happening. The Packers need to figure out how to improve this team, because I do think they're very good, and the Brewers never did that. The Brewers were like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, we're going to get rid of Moustakis or whoever right, else. Right, right, right. You know, like, we brought in a few guys. We'll we get were a like, cheaper replacement. Yeah, we're going to get a cheaper replacement. The Packers, I think, they're 80% of the way there. They got to get that next 20%. Maybe they're 90% of the way there, and they got to get to that 10%, but that last 10% is the toughest, you know. They have to figure that out. One last thing about just being heard about it. I will say this, when I went to bed on Saturday night, granted, I was a little bit intoxicated. And then by a little bit, I mean a lot of it. When I went to bed on Saturday night, I wasn't that upset. I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. And then on Sunday, I woke up and I saw all the people posting highlights of that game. And I looked at them and I went, how the hell did we lose this game? We had no business losing that game. So I was actually more upset the next day. Like... Normally like you sleep on it and you calm down a little bit. For this one, I slept on it and I got a little bit angrier. You simmered. I simmered a you little stewed. bit. Stewed, you
0: were a Jimmy stew.
1: I stewed and I'm a still a stew. bit upset about it. Now the Packers did have some breaking news this week. Some news I don't know if I thought was going to happen. Joe Barry has been fired. Wow. wow. We were talking about it all year, and at the end of the day, I didn't think Matt LaFleur. I didn't think he had the chutzpah to yeah. go and fire Joe Barry. The Cajunas. He did it. Are you happy he's gone?
0: I am. I feel like you gotta be. We're in the unknown waters now. But I feel like we've seen enough where you know the talent level's good on the defense. And some of the strategical things. Cornerbacks in outer space. Hmm. Didn't look great. While the team was pretty good. There's definitely room for improvement there. Especially like in that last drive, that's when you gotta make the play, and it's hard to say couldn't you really judge it on this one series? I mean you gotta. You have to, right? That's when you make your money. You can add up other things throughout the year. Losses maybe that shouldn't have been. So yeah, I think you gotta be happy with it. The only way's up for me.
1: I'm glad that you brought up the last drive. Because I I truly believe that's what got him fired. Carlson missed the kick with about four to five minutes left. You know, a decent amount of time. And there was one thing that the defense, because we were still up by three, or we were up by four at that point. We were up by four at that point, and there was only one way that the defense could lose the game, and that is if you let them have a long, sustained drive against you. Well, was Joe Barry specialized? Giving up long, sustained drives. And if there was ever a time to blitz, if there was ever a time to get after Brock Purdy. If there was a time, hey, maybe you send the blitz, they have the right play called, and they score quick. Not the, not the end of the world. You're still going to get the ball back, all your timeouts, three minutes left. You needed to be aggressive in that situation. If you're aggressive, you probably win the game. You get the ball back with three minutes, you can run the ball, you can pass the ball, you can do whatever the hell you want. Like, we get to take charge of the game. We get to have the ball in our hands at the end of the game. We got the ball back with, like, a minute. They Mm -hmm. were jumping routes. They were ready. We put Jordan Love in an impossible situation. And, quite frankly, if you look at that last play, I think they let him score, which should tell you all you need to know. LaFleur went... Even though we're up by four, I would rather have the ball in my offense's hand. I think we let them score. I mean,
0: kind of, and you kind of had to at that point.
1: I mean, you could have tried. You could have tried. You were up by four. They had to go for a touchdown. I mean, you know, you could have tried to make them go for a touchdown. They were like within the 20. Yeah, I know. Would you rather be up by four and have your defense on the field or your offense on the field down by three? You know?
0: I mean, your defense had its back on its own goal line. like So that that changed.
1: The fact that they let him score just shows that LaFleur was done with Barry. And I kind of like this new grouch here, LaFleur.
0: Yeah, I think maybe, um, maybe some of these wins down the stretch got him some confidence. You know? Because I feel like, yeah, like we've seen a little more. Grouch is a good word, like a little bite to Matt LaFleur recently. He seemed a little toothless.
1: I for one am happy Joe Barry is gone. What's really funny about it is Joe Barry interviewed with the Chicago Bears. I can't believe it. Which I think uh I said I a- thought he should be coaching in the Canadian Football League. They're like, what do you know?
0: A full interrogation lamp, you know, they're like tell us everything about the Packers.
1: How are they so great? I mean, he should be in the Canadian Football League. Now, you said if he went to the Bears, Vikings, or Lions, like, you'd be perfectly okay with that. I think we should write him a letter of recommendation. I already did. I got it on
0: Thurston 10 letterhead and everything. (laughs)
1: Stamped with the logo,
0: you know, to whomever
1: it may concern. (laughs) Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I have it on pretty good authority that Joe Barry sends the best Christmas cards. So you're going to want that on your coaching staff. You're going to want somebody who sends really good Christmas cards. You know, I heard he has matching sweaters with his cat, and then instead of Merry Christmas, it says Berry Christmas.
0: And that's that's adorable.
1: Why would the bears not want that? That's
0: why it took Matt for so long, dude.
1: He couldn't fire him before Christmas because he knew he wasn't getting a Christmas card. He had to
0: get one more. He had to get one more card in there. Berry
1: Christmas. (laughs) Berry Christmas, everybody. And now he's on his way. And... Now he's interviewing for the Bears? Yeah. That's a yeah. triple entendre. Joe
0: Bears-y? like there, It's perfect.
1: It's perfect. They should absolutely hire him, and we'll never lose a game to the Bears ever again. Mm-hmm. Maybe outer space will work for them. Uh, who do you want to replace Joe Barry? I heard you have a list of candidates. This is from The Athletic. Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator of the New York Giants. He didn't get along with Brian Dable. Uh, chugger shrug wink martindale
0: Now to be fair I can, I can chug more than one right like, Oh you
1: can chug as many as you
0: want Yeah I chug that Honestly I kind of think Brian Dables an idiot so I, like to me getting not getting along with him is like not that
1: That's a plus Big of a red flag for me That's a feature not a bug as they <laughs> say in computer lingo Jim Leonard, current job Illinois senior analyst
0: uh, chug that's our boy also, you get him out of Illinois.
1: I'm going to skip this one because he's gone. Shane Bowen, Tennessee Titans defensive coordinator. Chugger Shrugged. shrug? I'll chug it. Like, I mean, at this point. You know, like Joe Barry yeah, was like man. dating uh, the 1,000-pound girlfriend. You know, like everybody's a little bit better. You, you know, there's not a lot of places you can go down from there. Al Harris, Dallas Cowboys defensive backs coach. Wait. Al Harris, like... Yeah, we're going to get the ball and we're going to score. No, the f*** you ain't. That Al Harris. Chug. I will also chug that one. Leslie Frazier, the former Minnesota Vikings head coach. Fun fact, he won't be the last Vikings head coach on this list.
0: He was probably a pretty good defensive coordinator, so I might be harsh. F*** the Vikings as a staff record label and as a crew. Shrug.
1: I will chug it. Like I said, like I'm. I don't think you need to improve a lot. I just think... Just a little bit of an improvement. You you only need like a 10% improvement from awful. That's how good the Packers offense is going to be next year. I know what you're going to say about this one. Steve Belichick, New England Patriots outside Shrug. linebacker coach. Shrug, yeah, you hate the Belichick family. Uh, Mike Caldwell, former coach of the Detroit Lions. Wait, 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 wait.
0: Uh, give me a, uh, are you, what's your Steve?
1: Uh, like I said, like I'm chugging everybody. I think
0: what has he done? What? Why? Why would you chug Steve? Okay, just because he's not Joe Barry. That's your. That's it. Yeah, you're you're just chug. Why are we doing a list if you're just
1: chug everybody? Because I want to rub it in Joe Barry's face.
0: Then you got to do. Is there like a level of chug? Are you more chug on okay, somebody okay, than, okay. than somebody okay. else? Okay. Um, like if you just chug anybody who's not Joe Barry, who are you most chuggy? Let's let's we can finish the list and you have to pick. You have to gold star somebody. I'm going to go
1: gold star a few people.
0: And what would you say? Who's the next guy? Mike Caldwell. Yeah, Chug. In Jacksonville, they've had a good defense, especially a good line.
1: Uh, over the past few seasons, the Jaguars have ranked tied for 11th. So, pretty good. Speaking of the Jaguars, I'll Chug it. Uh, Jack Del Rio, old man. He turned 61 in April. He was the commander's defensive coordinator this season. Uh or Shrug, Jack Del Rio.
0: The commies weren't that good, but honestly, I kind of like the experience. I'ma chug it.
1: I'm gonna shrug it. I <sighs> thought, I thought the uh, the commanders had a great defensive line. They had Chase Young, Montez Sweat. I felt like there was more talent than they got out of it. I get. I mean, Sam Howell wasn't bad. No, but wasn't they bad. had more talent on defense than what they got out of their defense. I'll, I'll shrug it. I think the game's passed him by a little bit. Last one. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Mike Zimmer, former uh, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings.
0: What else did he do, though?
1: He was the Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator for sixth season. Fred. I'm going to chug it. I know Aaron Rodgers always said Mike Zimmer was the toughest coach to go against. I think he'd be great. I just don't know because he has a big personality. So I don't know. Kind of like a Wink Martindale type. I don't know if him and LaFleur will get along. You know, maybe this is a different side of LaFleur. Maybe he's taking more charge, but I, I'll, I'll chug it. Can I give you a funzy one? Yeah. Bill Belichick. Shrug. Why?
0: I think his time has passed. And don't get me wrong. He was great and his time was great. There comes a time sometimes when a guy becomes, he can't relate to the players. And whatever his style is, it isn't working in the same way. And so I don't really... I don't want that, so no. I'm I'm shrugging. Bill Belichick. I know he's great. He hasn't been in the last few years. Sure, you can say that. That you know what I mean. That it can be the team, the GM, whatever. I just think it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a Tony La Russa situation. I just feel like it's a guy who's you know what I mean he's great, and his, but his time has come.
1: I am the most chug. I'm Bill Belichick. I'm the most chug that I'm gonna could- quit. That you could possibly be... Okay, here's what I'm going to say. This is wild, but I'm going to say it. When Brett Favre won a Super Bowl, he got somebody who knew how to win on the defensive side of the ball. He got Reggie White. When Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, he got somebody who knew how to win on the defensive side of the ball. He got a leader in Charles Woodson. I don't think there's a leader. There's not a free agent that you could go out and sign right now. If you're the Packers, the person who can lead this defense and be a leader of men, and show them how to win, and win in the playoffs, is Bill Belichick. That would be our Reggie White signing. That would be our Charles Woodson signing. I'm the most in on Bill Belichick. Why hasn't he won in the last five years? Because he wasn't a defensive coordinator.
0: Well, Then he should have. Maybe the Patriots wouldn't have sucked.
1: I mean, maybe they should have brought somebody else in. Maybe they should have taken less front office control. The problem with Belichick was never his coaching ability. It was when they gave him control of the front office and he didn't have Brady to bail him out. Like, he's never been a great talent evaluator. Like, he'll, he'll take on projects and things like that. But, like, when it comes to X's and O's, Belichick is great. When Belichick speaks, everybody listens. And that's what this team needs. They need somebody who can show them. In this game, the defense played really good. They show that they have talent against the 49ers. When push came to shove and they needed somebody to step up and make a play, they didn't have that guy. They need somebody who can be a leader of men. I'm all the way in on
0: Belichick. Then then that's a player... Or that's your head coach. If you get Bill Belichick, who says Bill Belichick wants to be a defensive coordinator? Like, if Bill Belichick gets hired, it's the one call from the Atlanta Falcons, right? As he's the head. have the
1: Falcons. Well, nope. then it's nope.
0: nobody, right? Because it's it's he's not going to be a defensive coordinator. I like he's going to be a head coach because at the same time, if you have Bill Belichick and you have Matt Lafleur, it's it's like that. Um, it's the Terry Stotts. It's the Terry Stotts. When Adrian Griffin says, it's time to break the practice, and Terry goes, you know, I've been the head coach, baby. You don't tell me what to do. I don't think you can have a guy like Bill Belichick be a defensive coordinator, especially with somebody like Matt LaFleur that, like, this last few months is the only thing that's kind of, like, keeping everybody going, like, yeah, Matt LaFleur's a guy for sure, for sure. Everyone else is kind of like, would he fire Joe Barry? Has he been tough enough? Sometimes he cries on the sideline. Like, we're we're always like, is he tough enough? I'm not going to put a guy who's, like, Everyone thinks this is the greatest coach of all time. It's actually Vince Lombardi. Underneath him, because you're just asking for some kind of friction. No, shrug. Shrug shrug.
1: I am still chug on Bill Belichick. Face. He's a huge fan of Green Bay. He loves the organization. He loves the history. He loves if he's scissors, gonna, too. If he's going to be a defensive coordinator anywhere, it would be for the Packers. Now, you do bring up a good point. Which is, do you is think, he willing to play second fiddle? What do you to think Matt he LaFleur? would do? What
0: do you think Bill Belichick would do? First time Matt LaFleur, cry on the sideline.
1: I don't like that at all. I'm disappointed, but I still think we can win football games. <laughs> I think it'd be a little more harsh than that. But all right, all right. Let's do our Super Bowl prediction. See, this is where we would have done shots.
0: You mean predict who's going to be in the Super Bowl?
1: Predict who's gonna be in it? Do you want to go all the way through the Super Bowl? No, or?
0: no, no, no. We'll okay. save that for the uh, Thursday Night Super Bowl Extravaganza Two. Air horn, air horn
1: explosion. AFC, we got Patrick Mahomes as always. I could have woken up from a coma and told you that Patrick Mahomes was gonna be in the Super Bowl versus the probable MVP in the Lamar- Super Bowl or he. Now I'm doing the same thing as the NFL, <laughs> that he's going to be in the AFC championship game. Baltimore favored by four points. Wow. Games in Baltimore, 2 p.m. on CBS, over under 44.5. Going to be 49 degrees at kickoff. Balmy. Balmy Baltimore.
0: balm You know, this is one where I said it last week, that's why you went with the Chiefs was that they always seem to get it done. I don't think so. The MVP, for me, Lamar. I think the Ravens win
1: 31-24. Do you want to do a shot for getting the AFC game wrong?
0: Yeah, do your picks, then we'll do it.
1: Okay. I will go Taylor Swift is going to put in some phone calls. (laughs) The NFL needs it. Her and Goodell are in cahoots. They're going to let the Chiefs go as far as the Chiefs can go. And the Chiefs are going to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs the fixes in. <laughs> 22 to 17. They're going to go for two for no reason. NFC, we got the Lions going to San Francisco. San Francisco favored by seven points. Well, they were favored by nine points last week. They didn't cover. The over under is fifty one point five. Hey, do you want? I, I bet you if I give you one guess on what the weather will be in San Francisco at kickoff. Bet you get it. Give me a, Give me the temperature.
0: Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He did, he did it. He did it. Uh, give me the normie Super Bowl, the one that the logo predicted. San Fran wins. Uh, by seven. So 28-21
1: So you're calling a push on the line? Yeah,
0: push on the line.
1: Give me... I think the Packers showed a lot of faults in San Francisco. And I don't like to admit it, but I think right now today, Detroit is like... If the Packers, like in Madden, are like an 85, Detroit's like an 86. You know, they're just a little bit better. And I think that's all you really need... To beat the San Francisco 49ers. I think Detroit's gonna do it. I'm also I hate to admit it, and I'm scared to do it. I'm cheering for Detroit. I hate San Francisco. I might San Francisco's definitely in the top three. I'd have to put a lot of thought into Bears, Vikings, San Francisco. But they're they're top three for me. Detroit is like Detroit's like Catwoman. You know, like they're they're a villain, but they're not really a villain. But Minnesota to me is is You know,
0: Minnesota's like Detroit. They haven't won either.
1: But they've beaten the Packers before.
0: Uh, That's true. But I kind of don't want to see either of them win ever. It was my hope that the Cubs would never win again, and obviously that didn't happen. So I'm going to just keep hoping that some of these division foes never win.
1: It's always dangerous to cheer for a division foe. But you got the Chiefs game wrong, so we're doing a shot. Cheers. 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 So, speaking of getting something wrong, I felt pretty confident that the Bucks would give Adrian Griffin until the All-Star break. They did not. Did not. How shocked were you when you got that notification?
0: I was a little shocked. I was pretty shocked. It felt like it came out of nowhere. They won the game, right, most recent to that.
1: I really thought they would give him to the All-Star break. I also just kind of assumed that, like, the Bucks were old They were lazy. They don't necessarily put all of their effort into every single game anymore. Like, Golden State's been doing that for years. LeBron's been doing that for years. Like, this isn't new in the NBA. The best players, the best teams realize you don't necessarily have to give it your all every single game. And I figured they would just give them a full year because they might turn it on in the playoffs. They might finally flip the switch and be like, all right, We're actually going to work on defense. Now, that being said, the 11 games before Adrian Griffin was fired were the 11 worst games defensively in franchise history. That's how little effort they were giving on the defensive side of the ball. That was the worst 11-game stretch.
0: In the 11 games, it it seems like maybe maybe they quit on the old doctor. You know, maybe they didn't want the
1: old doctor anymore. So, they hired Doc Rivers.
0: From the doctor to a doc?
1: A soul for a soul, a doc for a doc. <laughs> Do you remember when the Bucks owners first bought the team, and they played a prank on all of us good diehard Bucks fans, and the prank was they were going to change the Bucks colors, which, granted, the Bucks had the ugliest color scheme in the NBA. The Bucks were wearing those really ugly green and red Ursan Ilyasova specials. I don't know why. Every time I think of them, I think of Ursan Ilyasova. Sure. And I think of uh, Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders, he's up there for sure. Andrew Bogut, Giannis's rookie year wore them. But they played a prank on the fan base, and the prank was, and it leaked, that the New Jerseys were going to be blaze orange as a tribute to the hunting culture of the state. And I saw that, and I went, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen, but I love my Bucks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my deer-colored glasses, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to love these ugly-ass orange jerseys, deer these orange goggles. uniforms. I had my deer goggles on, and then, of course, it was a prank. But it's my team, so I got to support them. That's how I felt when I heard that Doc Rivers was getting hired. I was like, I hate this. This is so stupid. But it's my team, so I gotta love it. That's how I felt.
0: Honestly, I kind of when it happened, I kind of thought it felt sudden, kind of you know out, out of nowhere to give it to Griff. And then I feel like within two hours. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Doc. They're talking to Doc. It felt like they probably like they already wanted Doc, and they're just waiting. I feel like it was always a little premeditated.
1: For the Bucks, I truly believe that John Horst wanted Nick Nurse to be the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. I believe Nick Nurse wanted to be the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Giannis, now this is all speculation, wanted Adrian Griffin. Now, who knows? Maybe it's because he thought he could walk over Adrian Griffin a little bit. Maybe he thought it's because Adrian would play the style he wanted to play. But I think if the bucks offered the the same thing that philadelphia offered nick nurse would be the coach of the milwaukee bucks like when it comes to i i just feel like the bucks were trying to lowball adrian griffin the entire time according to the mark stein substack if you read it they didn't really like riff pick his own coaching staff now it seems like they're doing the complete opposite with Doc is bringing in everybody he wants. Sounds like it. But it seems like Giannis wanted Griff, the Bucks didn't really want Griff, and it seems like it's one level short of sabotage. Like, we're going to let you be our coach, but we're not going to give you any control, and the first time you mess up, we're going to kick you to the curb and bring in the guy we wanted to bring in. It kind of feels like that's what happened, and I don't necessarily like that.
0: I mean that's why I said the suddenness like it felt premeditated. And uh, I don't think I said it back back when, but it was like Dak always felt like like he always felt like an obvious candidate. The experiences and the fact that he went to Marquette, right? Like familiar with the city, you get that storyline, and there's only so many coaches out there that have, you know, won a championship that are free agents.
1: How do you feel about Dak?
0: I'm not in love with it, but it's one of those that to me I can't be too mad until it plays out. Like, he's always had a talent laden roster, and it's only that one time that he's gotten through.
1: I personally would have rather brought Bud back. If I had, like, if those were the two options, I would have brought Bud back. Now, I don't know if Bud would have done it, I don't know if the Bucks would even swallow their pride. I don't know if Giannis would have wanted it. I don't know if Chris would have Yeah, do
0: you think, like, a 3 a.m. call? Hey, bud, you up? <laughs> a little text.
1: <laughs> you that, up? And maybe he was. <laughs>
0: the buddy call?
1: The buddy call. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a change in-season, like, Doc Rivers is fine for an in-season coach. Now, if Doc Rivers went to, like, the Pacers, for example, you know, like, if the Pacers were the team who fired their coach and hired Doc Rivers... I wouldn't be worried. I wouldn't be, like, they got da-. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, they got Doc Rivers. I'd be like, they got Doc Rivers. This guy loses in the playoffs every year.
0: They don't have the pace roll, baby. But, he ain't an Indiana-type
1: guy. But he's with us. So, for an in-season hire, he's fine. That's as much as I can say. I don't know if anybody has ever done less with more in NBA history. Those teams in LA with the Clippers were incredible. Now... Some would say nobody was beating Golden State.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: So maybe he gets a pass on that. The teams in Philly were very good. They had Joel Embiid, James Harden, and people would say, James Harden, he's a perennial playoff choker.
0: I mean, he's never won it.
1: And, And the time Doc won was not with James Harden. So maybe there is an excuse for every single one of his playoff losses, and maybe he is the the right guy he is a defensive minded coach well we had one of those and it did not work out but i'm willing to let it ride out i'm not like oh my god i'm not gonna change my twitter handle to fire doc or anything like that i'm willing to let it ride for a little bit same what is a successful season for doc
0: wow you know it's weird because they're coming in right when they fire Griff. that was kind of my first thought was like before they even like announced Doc, your thought has to be you want to get you know get your guy get him some time to kind of get his staff in and instill you know whatever you can in three months with with the talent and such i need an eastern conference final appearance you got to be in the conference final for me and i know it's still harsh It might still seem rough, you know, like a a bit of a long shot right now. You know, we're just eking out the two seed, and we're eking out wins against Detroit. But with the talent, like you said, the talent can get you to the two seed, and but it don't look pretty. They ask you how many, not how.
1: Do you think the fact that he was brought in late gives him some leeway? like if they lose in the first round let's say do you think the the consensus from the fan base from the owners from whoever will be yeah if we would have had a full year though if he could have implemented his coaching style his strategies from you know training camp from preseason this would have been a different season or do you think like no? He has to make this. Otherwise, with the way these owners are going, he might be fired too.
0: Like he might be fired too. But to me, that would take that would take a real bad showing. Like if he if they lose in that first round, that'll be the number one crutch. And as long as there is some kind of inkling, I think there'll be more time after that. Uh,
1: like they, I feel like they would have to really embarrass themselves, and I don't think that's gonna happen. I think the firing of Griff, that was the wake-up call. If this team gives a shit, this team is going to win games, including in the playoffs. They're going to win games in the playoffs. If they get swept in the first round or something like that by a 7 seed, sure. Maybe they fire Dak. But if this team cares, if this team puts in the effort defensively, Like, they really don't even have to put in the effort offensively. They're so good offensively with Giannis, Chris, and Dame. They're going to win. You know, they're going to put up 120 points. If this team cares defensively, and they are moving their feet, and they're getting in front of their man, and they're making life difficult for the other team, they should make the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's going to be the biggest thing for Doc to implement. You got to make these guys care. You got to make these guys give a shit. And we'll see if he can do it. Talk like having George
0: Niang blow you out and talk shit, like that should be enough to f-ing make me determined, okay?
1: Uh, in the name of time, let's move on to the Brewers. Now, there has been a lot of weeks over the past two months where this might have been our lead topic. The Brewers have statistically just signed their most expensive free agent of all time. No, not total, but for a one-year basis. Per year. Per year. They have never signed anybody worth more than Reese Hoskins. How excited are you? 34 million, two-year contract. Wow. Uh, There is an option to make it a three-year contract. There's also an option to make it a one-year contract,
0: right, right. There's the option after the first year, uh, so that's seventeen
1: million a year, right? 64. Now the next closest was Lorenzo Kane. He was sixteen million. This kind of reminds me of the Jackie Bradley deal, where
0: you're like, it's in in that not, not in the quality of the person, but 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 maybe. So hey, hang on, hang on. In the fact that if he does if he does good. He's opting out. If he does good, he's opting out because he's going to make more. If he does bad, he's opting in because he's guaranteed 17 more million. dollars. But you ask me if I'm excited, and I am. I am. I'll give you a couple stats here because there's some nice stats. I think maybe 242 batting average uh, career is whatever. But he is. He's a big power guy. 34 home runs. Is his high first season. He's got 148 career home runs.
1: That's like six all-time on the Brewers.
0: A career four ninety-two slugging, a three fifty-three on base. Um uh, so my thing with him is I think overall I'm excited. The big thing with Reese Hoskins was he missed all of last season with an ACL injury. So that's your thing. It's kind of I think he's really good. Not a huge batting average. I mean two fifty with two nine, what'd I say? Two forty two. Not bad, especially you're kind of expecting 30 home runs out of him, but you you don't know what you're going to get after the knee injury. The reason I'm excited is because he was really good in MLB The Show 2018, <laughs> and I know that's where like that's where Sterns found all his diamonds in the rough. Even uh like Hunter Renfro, fantastic in that game, and he was really good for the Brewers. So I, I trust the show on this one. He's gonna be good.
1: So his 2024 projected stat line. Batting average 247, slugging 481, home runs 13. Ooh. Yeah, that's a little rough. Yeah, they also say only 267 plate appearances. That seems way too low. Uh,
0: yeah, that that's a good point that you made right there. 267 plate appearances is what they project, and his average... 699. So if you scaled that up, you yeah. know what I mean, even to 500...
1: If you scale that up, he's he's going to be a 30-home-run okay. yeah. guy. Yeah. And that's exactly the type of guy that the Brewers have needed over the past year or so. They have a lot of guys who are going to get on base, including Yelich, Sal Freelich, a get-on-base guy. Smack him in! Contreras, he's a high-batting average guy. Now, mm-hmm. he's got a little bit more pop. He does. Uh, Tyler Black, I think he'll be their starting third baseman. He's a high on-base guy. Draws a lot of walks. So, they're going to have guys on-base a lot. They're going to make life tough for pitchers. But you pair him with Churio, both right-handed bats. Both are going to crush lefties. Christian Yelich is about to be MVP-level good again. I'm making it. I'm calling it. They are going to have to spam lefties. Or they're going to spam righties. Like... We're about to make teams have to make a decision. Do you want to throw, do you want to get out Yelich and throw a lefty, and then you got to deal with Churio and Hoskins? Or do you want to throw a righty, and then Yelich is going to take a yard? I think this Brewers team is going to be a lot of fun, and that's going to bring me to my next topic, which is they came out with the initial power rankings. You want to guess where they had the Brewers, or you can steal my thunder if you know it.
0: no no I know it. Uh, We're a division winner, you know, from last year. But we're in the point where, you know, you lost Woodruff. We're we're kind of in the the middle of the road. I'll give you 19.
1: 19. We are 21st. Mm. And I'm going to be honest. Wow. I think we're going to be better than we were last year. In just wins or in what? I think we're going to be a more talented team. Now, the NL Central could be better. I think the Cubs... I think it will. I think I, literally every team in the NL Central might be better. But 21st seems low. Like, we're still the king of the division. You still got to kill us. They have us as fourth best in the NL Central. They have Cards 1, Cubs 2, Reds 3. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I really like yeah, how I think the everyone Reds did their better. team. The Cards still run their team... Like, it's 1998 and Tony La Russa's their manager. You know, they're not a forward-thinking team. They're a backwards-thinking team. That's going to hurt them a lot. The Cubs, I don't know, do the Cubs sign anybody? Yeah, a uh,
0: Japanese guy.
1: Shota Imanaga. Yeah, of
0: course, Shota Imanaga.
1: There you go. But he's not the one who's going to win Rookie of the Year. Because that's Jackson Cheryov. Uh, But 21st, that's too low. 4th in the division. I mean, 21st might not be too low, but 4th in the division, that's what pisses me off. Like, if we were like 21st and 1st in the division, I'd be like, I get it. (laughs) I get it. We play in a shit division. Now, our division is getting better. You're shit until you're not shit, and right now we're shit. We're going to have Freelick for the entire year. We're going to have Mitchell. And we're getting Churio, So, in my mind, that's bigger. We also, like, everybody was just expecting us to sell Corbin Burns. They were expecting us to sell Willie Adamas. Well, we didn't. Those guys are back. We're bringing back a very similar team. Surprise. And probably a little bit of an improved team. We're probably going to win the division and lose in the first round of the playoffs. You got to buy a ticket. They call that the Brewers' way. That's a road Well, let's do a funzy, and the funzy is the Rumble, my favorite wrestling event of the year. You know what's fun about the Rumble? It's your favorite. You don't need. So I prefer the NFL over wrestling. I know some people are like, you gotta watch both. You gotta always have your mind on both of them. I'm I the don't. I mind, I, I I watch the NFL from September through the middle of January. But I start watching again at the Royal Rumble. I have no idea what the storylines are. And quite frankly, I don't really care because I'm about to watch 29 roided up dudes get thrown over a rope. <laughs> and it's free if you have Peacock. So like, you don't even gotta buy the pay-per-view anymore. It's great.
0: <laughs> I would say free Free c- But that, that sounds wrong. Uh, we, yeah. So you're asking me who's my pick? Who do you think will win the Royal Rumble? Uh give me everyone's favorite that everyone seems to love. He seems to be just a, just a huge favorite of the people. Not a great MMA fighter. Give me the best in the world. CM Punk. I think CM Punk will win it. It's gonna be a big, a big match.
1: I am shocked that they have the rock as plus a thousand. I'm sure they've been teasing them. Like I said, I haven't really paid a lot of attention to uh, WWE. Let's but get he's four. He's 4 let Let's get your potter. There's no way they're going to have The Rock win the Royal Rumble. Give me, I'm, I'm going to get crazy with it. I'm going to get crazy. Give me MJF from AEW. I think he's a turncoat. <laughs> he's eighth on the Ooh. list. He's on that list for a reason. Spicy. I like it. All right, do you want to do the women's, or do you want to wrap it up? Becky Lynch. Give me Bailey. Oh, wow. This has been Thurston 10 Royal Rumble Predictions. Uh, we'll do a little bit more for Mania. Yeah, if we remember. If we remember, this has been Thurston 10 Like and subscribe on X, YouTube, Apple, iHeart, Amazon, Google. Keep it real. Peace. Cheers.